What's good, y'all? Yeah, you know we come from the same book, but different pages. Different pages, different pages. And this show tonight is dedicated to one of my really, 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 really great friends, Dorian yeah. R. Boy Jr. Born actually today would have been his 40th birthday, born March 9, 1981. Um, he passed this weekend, March 6, 2021. Oh, um, how you I'm doing okay. I also had a cousin that passed this morning as well. Mm. Um, Tina Coolidge, man, um, rest in peace to her as well. Just a lot going on. A lot of different energies going on, but we are here to keep the energy up on the culture class. Come on. So I'm going to do a quick drink. I'm going to pour a little libations. I'm going to go ahead and pour a little bit of libations out Come for on. all of our people, y'all. All right. Hey. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Y'all don't know I just poured that drink on my table. Let me get that up real quick. Listen, y'all. All right. So just in case y'all do not know what is going on right now. Do you all know what it was going on right now, Cass? Like at this very moment, besides mm -hmm. Cobra Yeah, what's going on right now? What's going on right now is that everybody, hello. That is logged on right now. Should be doing what? Like, commenting and sharing this shit. Share this shit. Tell them. I'm Share seeing it. 12 people that have logged in already. And right now, uh, 13 now. And I see one like. If I'm seeing 13 viewers, I need to see 13 likes. What did you right. guys do? Exactly. What's up to our girl? Pinky. Hey, 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 Doc. Thank you so much. For the condolences, really, really love it. Really, really love you. Don't forget to like, comment, and share. It's your favorite team. May Case at M Dubs. How you been feeling, man? What? You talking to me? Yeah, yeah. We know we in the, you know we in the show right now, right? I'm good, girl. I'm good. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Cassiopeia, this show is brought to you by theblackmall.com. You got to put that T-H-E on that website URL. And what do you do when you go to the black home, to theblackmall.com? Well, you find black-owned businesses nationwide, so there's no excuse. And then you can actually shop for black-owned products, stuff like jewelry and household products and clothes like Dot and, T and Tiffany and Dubs and Latoya have on there. And you can stand and know where our belong, so you know you can be down with the culture. Down with the culture. Also, we want to make sure we let everybody know that it's Women's History Month. Come um, on. It was actually International Women's Day, Women's Day. So, big shout out to you, Cassiopeia. 
Oh, and a big shout out to you, May. Thank you, and a big shout out to all of our wonderful women that are out in Culture Clash land. We are celebrating. <laughs> what else are we celebrating this month? Oh, it's our anniversary. It is our anniversary. It is our anniversary. March 31st is officially our Facebook debut date when the Culture Clash debuted on Facebook, y'all. Can y'all believe it's been a year? I can't believe that. I know. It's crazy. It went by like, pew. It has been a year, over 40-something episodes. So if you are new to this, go click on it. And let us know what you think. Yes, one whole year. Sharana says she loves you. We love you too. Hello, everybody out there in Coach Clash land. Again, do not forget, as our wonderful Deshedra Dive has told you all to like, comment, and share. And in the words of M Dubs, share that shit. Don't be stingy with please, us. Please. It's enough please. of us to go around. Look, Cassie, look who up out here. Miss Hope. Hey. Oh, what's up, Miss Hope? Miss T Hope. Hey, T Hope. Hey. hey. Right. So, shout out to Janelle. We see you. Shout out to Sharana. She said, I love y'all. We love you. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. So, it is time for our frenzy segment. Man, what's happening in this world today? Listen, y'all know what it is. You know the energy, Dubs. What's the energy for the day, Dubs? Man, the greatest rapper of all time was taken from us yeah. on this day. Like, how many years ago was that? 97? March 9th, 1997. Christopher Wallace, also known as Biggie Smalls, also known as the Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> in Los Angeles for the Soul Train Awards. Um which had occurred a couple of hours before this all happened. Also known as Frank White, he was shot four times in a drive-by shooting. Have you? I've seen on this document, not on his latest one, but I've seen in the in a past documentary where they said the person was paid nine thousand dollars. What to kill Biggie? Nine thousand. What to take? Our beloved Christopher Wallace. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's $9,000. Retarded, yo. And at 97, $9,000 still wasn't going far. I mean, still. I mean, I know whoever that person is, if they still alive, you got to be feeling like shit. Like, nigga. That's crazy. Took Biggie away from us. All right. But on a happier note. Uh huh. What movie is this, y'all? New Jack City. New Jack City. Listen, I was watching that last night. I feel like that's your first time watching it. It's not. Now you been Second time. No, it's not. Now your business. What's your, what's your favorite part of that movie, Cassie? <laughs> now you on that? Yeah, Cassie, what's your favorite part <laughs> of New Jack City? <laughs> cooking up the coke. Naked. Oh, that's your favorite part. Yeah, you ain't watched it. Yeah. If that's your favorite part, you ain't watched it. Mm-hmm. Your mama ain't watched it. Oh, she watched it. All right. <laughs> oh, well, like New Jack City. Y'all won't believe this. As of yesterday, March 8th, it is celebrating. Anybody want to guess? What? 30? What is? 40. 
38 nope. years? 30. New Jack City? Yep, it's the 30th anniversary of New Jack City. It was released released March. Gee, ninety one. the same year as Coming to America? No, Coming to America. Okay, I thought they said this was 30 years for Coming to America. No, it's 33 years for Coming to America. Oh, 33. Okay, all right. All right, so 30 years to New Jack City. Now, you all know that this was the the top of when films like, uh, it was actually the start of these 90s hood films. So you had New Jack City, which was followed by Boys in the Hood, which was followed by Minister Society. It's an entire era, but we want to definitely uh, celebrate New Jack City. And I want to tell everybody, sit your five dollar ass down before I make some change. My baby. Nino really didn't have to kill G-Money, though. No, he ain't had to kill G-Money. He ain't had to kill G-Money. He was a hype. Do y'all know what's have, have y'all been watching? Damn, I gotta think of the name of it. It's a um, we were talking about it last week. Uh, a, a hip hop, hip hop evolve or evolution on Hulu. No, I don't know what you're talking about, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and they were talking about like the brothers that it's really based upon, and they're like, you know, well, one of the younger brothers is like one of the main people up in there. You know, Mama Deb, her family. That's okay. like based upon her brother, and then um, I forget the the brother. That represents Nino Brown's real name. I'm gonna find out for you guys though tonight. But it's like real dope. Like it's like like they said that's their life. It's all based upon them. From New York. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. get that information, Castle Yeah, I'm looking at right now. Hey, hey Bimmy. Yes, Evian. Yep, yep, yep. Bimmy. Bimmy. That's who it's based upon. Well, thank you, Evian, for going ahead and linking in with us. And while you edit, uh, Evian, go ahead and like and comment on the culture clash ladies and gentlemen go ahead and like comment you know i never even heard of bimmy and i'm i'm on top of drug dealers <laughs> 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 you let down you let cassie know some yeah, I'm so, so now i'm finna go all into this culture because i could have sworn that nino brown was off of the same vibe of uh the other guys, but the paid and full niggas, but okay, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. It's Hip Hop Uncovered, and it's like, okay. it's like a nine series. It's really good. It's real deep. And it goes through like all of the kind of like hood, mob, mafia, gang culture that influenced hip hop and how they financed it. Yeah. But we all know, you know, the mafia finances America, period. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like mob action. Because Rakim, them, they were all wearing drug dealers jewelry in the 80s. Like all them, LL them. They were yeah. Yep. 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 Matter of fact, Bimmy little brother was on stage with, um, with, um, what is wrong with my brain tonight? I, uh, I don't know. With John DMC. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty Here dope. We so we go from Nino him playing Nino Brown in New Jack Less City to Izzy. him playing this comedic role because it was definitely a comedic role. Yes, coming to America now. Yeah. Coming to America has broken. Um, it is the it is the biggest streaming opening weekend of this entire year. Wow, it's beating the past year, so beating twenty twenty. It is the biggest stream. Um. Trying to see it beat out Wonder Woman 1984. As it should. Um, which, 
Yes, it did. Um, and of course, we know that Arsenio Hall, Murphy, uh, Eddie Murphy, all of them came back to Zamunda. But it has been getting some mixed reviews, and I'm right. not happy about it. Like, Me you know, Me I either. thought the shit was good. So let me before we before me and Cassie weigh in, I'm gonna move to the I'm gonna go to the resident comedian. If y'all don't know, okay, he's funny. He's a professional comedian. Dubs, what is your take on the the funny or not so funny of coming to America? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so uh, when I first watched it. I was kind of like disappointed because my, my expectations was like super high, right? Okay. So it made me not like I kind of watched it with a negative eye, like, but then I I rewatched it, right? I watched okay. it and I just took it for what it was. I, I got this old, I threw away the old, you know, the old coming to America, my expectations of that, and I just watched this film for what it was. And I found myself laughing and I was like, okay, it, it wasn't bad at all. It was like, it was good. You know, I, I felt like they tried to do too much with resembling or trying to connect this with the old coming to America. But besides that, it was pretty good. I, I guess. You said something that I kind of disagree with people is that I had to throw away coming to America one to appreciate coming to America two. It's written in the same style. It like definitely is. If people are trying to act like we haven't just watched film for pure comedy and entertainment. Like it is not like it was the most uh well crafted movie and writing the shit room. It's the same style as the first one. Now, what I think has happened is people think people have changed. Yeah. You know, how we how we are entertained has changed. We so so fake, sophisticated, so so woke, so conscious, all these different things that it don't allow us to just sit back, relax, and laugh at some dumb shit. And there, yes. was, and there was some dumb shit in there. And I think, go ahead, Doug. Sorry. I think is too, I'm like, the mighty sharp barbers, like you mean tell me COVID then take one of them niggas out? Like, come on now. That made my day. See, right. It's a slapstick comedy. Why right. are you thinking that deep? I'm coming to America. Like, oh. for real. He got a fake-ass African accent. This is not to be taken seriously. I mean, the, the, the shit was so... Arsenio Hall was like, fuck this accent. He didn't even do an accent no more. Yeah. He didn't even do an accent no more. He was like, fuck this shit. Arsenio this Hall made my day. Gee, when he showed up as Rafiki... Listen, <laughs> I was done. Listen, I was listen, done. But listen. what I really like, because I was thinking that I said these these men, these old men would definitely be dead in real life. But that's what actually made it funnier to me. And the banter between Arsenio and Eddie Murphy to me was just as good as back then. And I just think coming from 33 years ago. Yeah, that's hard as hell. I, I, Who's done that? I enjoy every small cameo. Yes, every last one of them. I enjoy the hell out of um Wesley Snipes' role. The shit was just funny to me. It was girl. And, and while there's some corny moments, sure. Yeah, like, I really need y'all to look at 1988. It was some corny shit in there too. It was Absolutely. Yeah, you can't look at it from really 2021 eyes, right? Because it's done in the same style as 1988. Yeah. So it's 
like we're gonna look at some old school ass slapstick comedy. Yeah. Like we, the fact that they had James Earl Jones in a casket, it's, it's ridiculous. Hey, it's I, you know lighten up. Actually, like the funeral while I'm alive, I thought that shit was dope. Okay, right. oh, that's what I'm saying though. It's ridiculous. It was grandiose. It was funny. Morgan Freeman. Rick Ross, Rotin. it's just all type of random shit going on. John it's Legend, it's random. And I, I fuck with it. So Eddie Murphy coming to America, I fuck with it. I did too. I fuck with it heavy. All right. Let's talk about the Royals. All right. Did you all get a chance to watch the interview at all or anything yeah. about it? I, I saw just bits and pieces. I meant to catch it to before we started the show, but I just couldn't. Okay. Well, my I mom can... needs to fit in on this because she's a freaking royal kind of sore, but go ahead. All right. So we'll give the uh, some cliff no version. So basically, Megan wanted to come, you know, and tell the world why they decided to leave, right? Yeah. So um wait, where they leave. The Tamers of Sussex. They're you know they are under the entire queen they're, of. They're part of the royal family. The royal family in England. Okay. They left the royal family. They got they kicked left. out of the royal family. Well, yes, they got pushed out. Would be more of a statement. They got more pushed out. They decided to leave. They they told them that they weren't going to provide them any security anymore. So here's here's one of the best parts What's of the story. The out? <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, I get it. I, I get the technicality. Yeah, yeah, they left, they left the royal family, but it was kind of like a push out. So um Megan was on the verge of suicide. Um they were worried about this baby. They thought the baby was gonna look too black. Um, it was just all type of stuff going on. And they, and they kept making reference to this institution and these people. And we don't know who these people are, but they did make sure to state that it wasn't the queen, that they actually loved the queen, and it wasn't his brother. So that kind of no, left... No, 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 no. Prince Philip is the queen's husband. He's, I'm sorry. He I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, they wanted to make that clear. And... Um, which kind of leads people to think that, of course, it's probably his father was one of the people. But she talked about suicide. Yeah. She talked about um, being ostracized. And then they got to a point of like, well, we're not going to grant you any security or any of these things anymore, right? So they were leaving and they were coming to LA and they had no money. They were scared. They're like, wait a minute. Everybody knows where we're coming. We can't just be out here willy-nilly. So yeah. this, is the part, this is the best part of the whole fucking story. The best part of the story is they flee to LA and guess who basically takes care of them? Who? Tyler, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry pays for their entire security and puts <sighs> them in their home because they were basically homeless. They lived off. The royal family, people from the royal family were living off of Tyler Perry. I need me a motherfucking chessboard because I want it to be like Tyler Perry is like checkmate bitches. Do you know what the fuck he just did for himself? Yes. Globally. But what? Uh, but yes. and to Billy's point, but she was so hesitant to, to name that it was because she was black. She was. But Henry was like, no, it's because she was black. 
Wow. Yeah. So they were really, it was so, I know this sounds crazy. In my mind, you take Megan and you put him together. How, Harry, how could you even think you're going, they were like thinking they were going to get this dark baby. And in their wow. eyes, they, they didn't see anything else other than black. Because I know what redheads mean, right? Melanin popping through. That's like, that's like, that's like an African ancestry dream, like coming through through white people as well. Freckles, redheads. Yes, Harry. All right. So Billy says she heard the royal family mm. had and Tyler Perry's property. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. Well, what we know is that um kind of want to talk real quickly. And I know we have to move on because we definitely have our guests that we are um, going to talk to in a second. Is that our co the co-founder of Black Lives Matter? She is calling for um a boycott of the entire royal family. Um, and her quote is they don't value black lives. Okay, right. they don't value black lives. That's Opal Tometi, uh, one of the or originators of the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement. Um she has called for this boycott. Oh, there's something important I forgot to mention. Yeah. Did, oh. did Billy just put up or go ahead? Oh, I didn't, but we can talk about that too. Go yeah. ahead. Talk on that because I definitely want to talk about this particular part with Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diana had money set aside for Henry is boss. Absolutely. She keeps saying Absolutely. Henry. He means Gary. <laughs> okay. <Right here>. Um, <laughs> so Oprah has... Oprah's always cutting into these different lanes. Like she has these big deals. She has a deal with Apple. Um, mm -hmm. She sold the rights to the interview um, of the Royals to CBS. Mm. Or um, it has 17 million viewers. She mm. sold it for $17 million. And I just wanted to add this part that neither Harry or Megan received any money for the interview. What? What? Neither one of them received any money. That money going right back to the royal palace. You know, you know, Europe, right? As Billy talks about, you know, the royals having uh, ownership in Tyler Perry's land. Like Europeans, like own all kind of media over here in um in America. Like for real. Yeah. yeah like, they own our papers. Like they own parts of the Tribune. Sometimes all that shit. Yeah. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> All, all type of things. All right. Uh, Joey says it's well known that when a so-called royal marries a common person, that equals conflict. And for him to marry someone that is black, that's like his mom, is a double drop kicking for out the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we have so many other topics that we could have covered, but Cassie, I think it's time for your segment. You ready or you want to go? go ahead. No, no, no. You didn't read my message in the background. Oh, okay. Singing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got, we got five more minutes. So go okay, ahead. Cool. Perfect. 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 All right. So in our five more minutes, a couple of things that we can kind of talk about. Yeah. We can talk about it. All right. So George Floyd. Let's talk about George Floyd. The House passed George Floyd police reform bill okay right. the bill will ban police chokeholds um prohibit no knock warrants like the one that results in the killing of um brianna taylor mm -hmm. prohibit racial and religious profiling mandate body cameras and dashboard cameras for police and create a national database to track police conduct 
But the most important provision is the elimination of qualified immunity, which makes it virtually impossible for police officers to be held for misconduct. Wow. Murder. This is like, this is really, really, really huge. Um, This bill, of course, has to reach the desk of Biden. Um, And Biden actually said... um, that he is looking forward to reading the bill and seeing what he could do to assist. Mm. I didn't quote him properly. I didn't quote him properly. So don't do that. Just sign that shit. Either way, we got to make sure that that, you know, that's the pressure that comes from us or whatever, because we definitely got, you know, we got swooned by uh, Kamala. And so, you know, Biden is definitely up to some old ass tricks. So. And, you know, it was actually, of course, noted that President Biden uh, helped write the infamous 1994 crime law. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that is definitely, definitely um, documented as well. We want to make sure we're about to get into our next segment in a second that you continue to like, comment and share. Come on. Okay? Like, comment and share. It don't hurt you. Tell them, girls, what they need to do. Share that shit. Period, Paul. All right. <laughs> like, comment, and share um, to make sure people are hopping in and joining in on everything. I think it's kind of important to um, hit on one of these. One more topic, one more topic, one more topic. And let's talk about this. Yes. All right. So we all know who this is, correct? Nope. No. Oh man, sorry. So this is Amanda Gorman. This is the poet who stole the show at President oh, Biden's okay. inauguration. Um, she also I don't performed- like that picture, and I couldn't tell it was her. Gotcha. She yeah. also performed at the Super Bowl as well. Well, you want to know what happened to her? What? Oh, she got like profile, right? She, she got, got like followed, stopped. She got something. profile almost. I'm gonna be honest, almost in the style of Trayvon Martin. Trayvon, yeah, yeah, yeah. The style of Trayvon Martin. Um, she was told by security who felt that she looked suspicious. All right. So Amanda was walking home on Friday in LA when a security guard seemingly felt she was a threat and followed her. Followed her. Uh, when she got to her home, she says he demanded to know if she lived there because she looked, in quotation marks, suspicious. Um, she showed the guard her keys and went inside. But that was not how it ended. There was no apology, no nothing. Um, Amanda says this is literally how this is literally the reality of black girls. One day you're called an icon, right? Mm-hmm. On a stage mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl, on a stage at an inauguration, and the next day you are considered a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda says she agrees in a sense. He was right. I am a threat, a threat to injustice, to inequality, mm-hmm. to ignorance. Anyone who speaks the truth and walks with hope is an obvious and fatal danger to the powers that be. Did Come he, on now. Did he lose his job? Hell no. Ain't nothing happened to him? No. See, we gotta start fucking people up. That's that's what I'm for. We gotta start beating niggas, beating ass. Go to his crib and fuck him clean up. Wait, look at that. Post his address. Doves want to post his address. Post this nigga shit. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget once again to like, comment, and share. Cassie, you okay over there? You got a bump on your back? What's going on? 
Cass, you got a bop on your back with one sis. G, you ain't shit. What's going on? You got a bump on your back? What's wrong? It's not a bump. What is it? It's a hair. <laughs> so in the middle of the show, you think that it was important to start pulling fucking hairs out your back. Well, first of all, you freaking crazy ass FBI investigator. <laughs> Why are you paying that much attention? I mean, we're on a show together. I watch everything that's going on. You're literally doing this. <laughs> what you look like. If anybody else paid attention to Cassie fucking with her back, just put it in the comments back. Back, back. If you saw that Cassie was messing with her back, please just put it in the comments back. If I know I'm not crazy, you want to make it sound like I'm crazy. Yo, I'm fucking crazy. crazy. I am not crazy, but it is time for a commercial. All right. You got to check out Sissy's Taco Bar. Open Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Friday from 12 to 7 p.m. at the Woodlawn, located at 1200 East 79th Street, guys. I definitely recommend you go ahead and get you some tacos. My favorite is the jackfruits. Check that out, especially if you're a vegan. But olive is good. Tamales, horchatas, you get the corn, all that good stuff. Sissy's Taco Bar, guys. Back. Back. <laughs> that's two. That's that's enough. All right. Dog <laughs> <laughs> was like, you got a bump on your back? Hey, you know I'm 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 a uh a pimple popper. Me too. Like, if a motherfucker have a pimp, I gotta, like, if I don't even know you, I'd be like, yo, let me pop that shit. Pop that shit. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing until I found that Dr. Pimple Popper person. It's definitely a thing. All right, y'all. It's time for my favorite time in the show and that is our dream big with cassiopeia segment where we talk to an amazing black business owner that is dreaming big and today we got my brother my colleague the brother who is funny and talented brother tori muhammad who seeks to create powerful digital content that entertains, educates, and empowers the black community. Muhammad is the creator of Bean Soup Media LLC, a digital media and marketing company that produces two brands, Bean Soup Times and Black Chicago Eats. It's a mission that began when he joined the Nation of Islam under the leadership of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan at the age of 19. His passion and commitment is being a voice of the black community and an advocate for black businesses. Everybody put your hands together for Mr. Tore Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Welcome, brother Muhammad. Hold on, you forgot to mention. You forgot <laughs> to mention the award winning. The black mom, hold, hold, wait a minute, wait a minute. You forgot to mention the two time award winning. <laughs> yes! I was so sorry. You guys have such a profound 
bio. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta just people meet me him. And right, you're right. He is a two-time winner of the TBM Black Business Awards. Voted on by the people. The people's choice. You know, you know, I'm a writer, so I know how to extend stuff out. All that bio is just a bunch, it's just a bunch of words. <laughs> I can say it in 10 words. Man, Brother Tori, we love you and we're so excited to have you on the show today. I really, I love to have people that you know are super close. And I've literally worked with you across the hall. We were in the Bi-Bed Center together, but we met many, 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 many years ago. Um, when we first started the Black Mall almost 10 years ago. And uh, I remember. I had already been getting your emails that came in from Bean Soup Times. You were doing a lot of promotions for like black comedy. Yes. Yes. Look at look at them. I was like, what? <laughs> he didn't even know. He didn't even know. Right? Right. You were doing a lot of email blasts that was, yep. you know, dealing with black comedy. And then here we come, you know, with the uh the black mall, and we were doing email blasts, but we was doing them for fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember you and Bryant was like, yo, up the game. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be doing that. You can't be coming in here with the prices so low like that, right? <laughs> but, you know, and we took that, you know, uh, we had we had a little we had a little strategy to it. And then we were able to quickly move into, you know, working really well with you all and everybody that was in like this this email, this e-advertising game and everything, which is dope because you got like City Alert out there, Bronzecom, Bean Soup Times, Red Level, uh, what you need is. And what I really loved about working with you, Tori, and you being a colleague is that it never was like competition. It never was just like, oh, get out of my space. It's like, no, we actually have all come together and strengthen our platforms by coming together. So what got you into just starting off with Bean Soup Times and that name, you know, like where'd the name come from and how did you get into doing email marketing? Man, that intro, I mean, I appreciate you. I love you. I love the show, man. I, I'm, I'm just thankful to be on the show. And um, we we got started. I knew, I knew I needed to do something different. And so at that time, I used to like, I thought I, I thought I was funny, right? <laughs> but I was writing for the Final Call newspaper all the time, so I didn't have any outlet for that humorous part of me. Mm. And I used to read The Onion, the satirical newspaper that was out, that was real popular, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And I saw stuff in there that was borderline and sometimes over the top racist or you know mm. it was humorous but from a white perspective yeah i said we need an onion for our community and so that's what kind of drove me that name it was a play on the onion wow to be yeah. something that represented black people's culture and regardless if you're in the nation of islam or you just came up in the hood everybody got some kind of beans that they ate that they either ate too much and got tired of or it was what mom and daddy used to carry you you know, through the through life, <laughs> when money was tight, right? Yeah. You got yeah. Else, you got some beans right. Yeah, I'm, I you just I just had a whole blank out thinking about some great northern. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's that big one, that big great northern bean. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the public, I started a print newspaper, and it started off as a satirical publication. 
So that's why mm -hmm. I gravitated, of course, towards the comedians. We were promoting all of the different, you know, at that time, man, it was, it was, it was two or three spaces where it was weekly comedy shows going on. Yeah. In bars and in small rental places, you know, all over the city, west side, south side, a little bit on the north side. So we just kept promoting them and um and was writing fake news. And yeah. that's when you know it was it was a learning curve for our community because when I would tell somebody what well, you know satirical newspaper, they're like, Well, what the hell satirical means? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're fake news. Say, like, brother, what the hell is wrong with you for putting out fake news? <laughs> Right. <laughs> and you understand it's humorous. Ain't that funny about fake news? <laughs> so, you know, so eventually I transitioned from being satirical and start putting in more regular news and information. And our advertisers, they couldn't overall get the swing of it. They're like, how are people gonna know my ad is real if it's a fake newspaper? Mm. <laughs> so we started doing the email marketing because going to all of the comedy shows, right? Most of the comedy show spots, unless it was a big event, right? Unless it was something at the Airy Crown or something. Right. Everybody was paying me to promote the comedy show. So I said, well, you know what? I'm going to keep promoting for free, but let me come in and collect emails at the door. Yeah. That's that old school. Huh? That's that old school way to grab that email list. Right. You know, this it, email was hot too then. This was, yeah. you know, everybody's putting AOL and Hotmail and <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> Gmail wasn't even out there. So, yeah, yeah. Right, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we gathered those emails from all those different shows every week. Sometimes I had somebody at one event. I was at another one. And then it just, it just made sense. You know, and I was seeing what people were doing in other cities promoting stuff via email. So we just started doing it here. Like you say, Bronzecom and City Alert. And yeah. you had uh, Jeff Murray with Nightlife. You know, so it was a yeah. thing us that kind of was starting around the same time. And it was, it became a new thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you went from this comedy and then you start promoting these, you know, to black businesses. You have really kind of gotten your hands into a lot of different types of entrepreneurial ventures. But then you really kind of... Um, caught like a gold mine with the whole food piece and black businesses and restaurants and everything. So how did this whole, you know, with the whole black um, Chicago eats and then the big festival that was put together that brought out like over 5,000 people each time. How did, you know, how did that come about? Man, I got to give credit to Anton Seals. Anton mm -hmm. Seals post he tagged me in a post that he did on Facebook and said brother Muhammad you need to make a list of the black owned restaurants uh, and so at first I was like no you need to make a list of the black owned restaurants <laughs> <laughs> then I said I said oh wait a minute I'm the resource person <laughs> right right we give me no job to do right so I started compiling a list of ones that, that we had already been promoting I started doing a little research and I didn't realize just off the top of my head, it was like 60 different restaurants. Mm. So then, you know, and that's when, that's when Quenches, you know, you had, you had a bunch of different, and it's all this variety. So when I started really research, it took me about a week and a half, it was over a hundred. Mm. So when I put that post, just a, just a real basic list on my website, the website crashed. The, mm. the, it went viral on Facebook. And I said, mm, 
Hmm. Right, right. <laughs> Something's going on here. Let me let's capitalize on this. Yeah. And so you know, we did the website directory, and then we started. Um, we we started thinking about an event to do. And so when I started talking to a lot of the food vendors, they were like, "Man, we we want to be the taste of Black Chicago, but we can't afford it." Right. So, I mean, it just it was like a natural. Okay, but let's do the taste of Black Chicago. Yeah. Right. And. You know, we just we just put it together and the I think it was the name. I think it was all the different events that I had done before that. And I think that just the timing of it just kind of merged it all together where like you're right, the first the first year was five thousand. That second year was like twelve thousand. Wow. And so wow. And, and it just it just took a life of its own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely did. And I mean, is it is it gonna be coming back? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So we're working on something for this year, and uh, we're gonna make sure that regardless of you know the 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 um the health climate or whatever, regardless of where the pandemic is, we're gonna do something to continue to celebrate these restaurants. And man, there's been so many more who've popped up. I mean, even just during the pandemic, it's been it's been amazing and inspirational to see folks, regardless of the challenges that they may have faced, and still follow through with their dreams and open up. So we're looking yeah. forward to you know continuing um, that celebration. Of course, you know the Black Mall. You you always we always want you to be a part of whatever we do, oh, um, yeah. just like you include us in every all the things that you do. Uh, so, man, look forward to it. And you're going to be the, one of the first to know. <laughs> yes. Look, we can't wait. Listen, we are on that. We can't wait. You know, that's what I love about you. Uh, you definitely um, completely embody, you know, um, cooperative economics and collective work and responsibility. Absolutely. You know, that is just, it's, a, it's just always a pleasure. And it's so great to work with you. And, and, and Trooper told you, you are funny. Tori is funny, y'all. Like, you know, he is a, a true good brother from the nation you know um and all of those great qualities that come from that but you know when you sit across the hall from him though know, he got, the work, done. We <laughs> we got the work done but you 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 definitely got them jokes and we will be trading them we will be trading them really right. <laughs> before i kick it over to may and dubs um tell me really quickly like how has the nation been you know an influence in your entrepreneurial spirit and you know discipline man so first of all it was in the nation i, I was I went, I went to morehouse college because i thought i was going to be a filmmaker like spike lee and i i heard the nation and i joined the nation and one of the pledges that we that we joined it said that we pledged to strive to build schools farms hospitals and instant international trade and commerce for the good of ourselves our family and our people Mm. Right? And so I never, I never even thought like that. I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about being a business owner. So from that pledge and then the going out with the final call newspaper, see people sometimes look at it from the outside and, and sleep on the, the incredible entrepreneurial um, base that it gives you. Yeah. Because when you go out there with that newspaper one-on-one, and ask somebody to buy a paper and you hear all kind of responses. You know, you know, we get the good responses, right? But you get a lot of no's too. And get that shit out of my paper and now fuck fire. Right, right. Right. So now 
you telling me no in business or somebody telling me, no, I, I ain't got no problem with that. I keep moving. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the biggest things that keep us from building our business because we're afraid of rejection. Yes. Right. So when you're able to push past that. So I learned to push past rejection with that final call. Mm. newspaper. And that's then awesome. at that time, when I joined the nation, we also had clean and fresh products, hair, skincare, deodorant, lotion. Right. So we were learning business principles, taking those products door to door and um, out in the streets and in the community. So that helped really get my resolve. And then working at the Final Call newspaper and being able to see the work ethic of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, this man, we would be on the road. We went on on a local tour to about 45 cities in about 30 days. Mm. Yeah, do the math on that, right? Mm. And every day we were in a different city and the minister spoke three and four times. Wow. And happened about three fourths of the way through, he asked us, are we getting tired? <laughs> I'm sure. But we were half his age. We were not 20. We was tired too <laughs> a week ago, right? But to see his work effort and stamina, right, it gave me that what I needed to know was possible. So I don't have problems staying up late working. I don't have problems getting up early. I don't have problems with that overall discipline you need to do the things in business you need to do because of the example I saw. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Fortitude is fortitude is necessary in business. May. All right. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm doing good. My question is real simple. What's next? What's Mm. next? Listen, I so I recently got my real estate license. And one of the things that I want to do that for is because I know because of some of my network, I've been missing out on opportunities because I just don't know what to look for in the language to use, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted, I got into this lane so that one, of course, I can help people buy, sell, and rent, but then so that we can purchase a building, right? That'll be a center for helping to, one, promote Black-owned businesses, two, for us to be able to have a content creative source. Cause you got some people that, you know, they, they know what they want to do, but they don't know all the tools and things to use and may need it all the time. So we want to have a center to help people do um, some of their creating commercials and things like that, but just be an overall marketing and promotions factory for black businesses. Mm. And um, and I want I you know I want to make sure that it has that we have the land and we have the property, so nobody can take it from us. That's dope. Okay. Okay. That's Yo, hey, I, I want to know, bro, with comedy making this full circle, like comedy is coming back with a vengeance, right? <laughs> I just want to know, would you get back into that space as far as promoting? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think about it often. I, I, I gotta, I gotta really look at it because now I'm a little older. Okay. So it's like some of my sensitivities is different. <laughs> some so, stuff I was okay with. Yeah. But you know, it, <laughs> I had certain comedians that I really rocked with and appreciated. Mm-hmm. But I, there's sometimes there was a a little feeling <laughs> of concern about a comedian who's who's most of their content was putting down black folks okay. and invalidating black folks. And 
You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta, we gotta be comedians that I really appreciate love and that have um, something to give, not just a laugh, but to inspire and uplift and motivate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this I, miss it. I miss it too, though. I know you do. <laughs> right. We <laughs> really want to be on stage. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, look, I used to do comedy shows. I put on the comedy show and I'll be the MC. So I make sure I got me some tapes. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. Get your little tick. Get your little tick out there. Right. <laughs> hey, you definitely should bring the publication back. Yeah. You know what? If I do, it's going to be all online. And um, I need a team of writers, man. We got to. You know, we definitely got to have a, a team that can help put that content because it's so much, it's so much humor out there. But right now, man, the game is all these skits. These these folks is doing these skits is killing yeah. on social media. Yeah. Right? So we got to do something that's gonna be some some video content that's gonna drive you know Facebook and YouTube so we can monetize that piece today. Yeah. And don't have yeah. to worry about advertising like you yeah. know, the traditional way. Hey, but if you need a writer, bro, you got one. Man, and I already love your your your, your feel and your energy and spirit. And um, you know, I know it's a challenge with these two. It has a lot of est estrogen up in there. Hey, pushing, pushing right, I'm sorry, his time is up. See, <laughs> <laughs> there it go. There go that baby. We we have had this has been awesome. You know how the show go. Before you leave, we gotta know. Who's your favorite black-owned business besides your own? <laughs> All right, so can I get two? Yes, of course. Too quick, because okay. you know I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, we don't get in trouble. Y'all try don't get me in trouble, right? Nope. So we, we don't want to talk about Sissy's taco bar. <laughs> no, no <laughs> point. Y'all tacos? <laughs> nope. y'all disrespectful. They gotta go get them. Yeah, they gotta get them. I'll go get this for Y'all don't get them. Okay. Okay. So that one. And so right now, right now, my favorite other black owned business, I gotta give a shout out to uh Mark Walker and Uwe it is. I love and I told him the other day, man, he has a, a real talent for the wow factor. Yeah. You see those swings and they like wow. You see some yeah. of the food items like wow. Yeah. Like, about, wow. Yeah. <laughs> His creativity is off the chain. It's a black-owned restaurants right now. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He's doing well. And that line was around the corner for on that yes. opening day, too. Yeah, yes. that's crazy. Tori, how do people get in touch with you and stay in contact? Man, they can hit me up, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, at Tori Muhammad, or they can go to beansoupmedia.com and hit me up there. Beansoupmedia.com. Okay. We are getting that on the screen for you right now, everybody. Make sure that you are hitting up my boy, my brother. Yeah. Uh, Tori Muhammad, follow him right now. He's got you on marketing. He's got you on consulting. He's got you in the restaurant industry. He's got you even when it comes to this real estate. So holler at your boy and go to beansuitmedia.com. Thank you so much, Tori. Man, thank you. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Show me and keep it going. Y'all Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they can catch you on What's In It For The Black People Media on what days and times Mondays again? Mondays and Fridays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
Dope, 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 dope. Please go check them out, everybody. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Look at Ray trying to figure out how to get off the screen. Y'all know what we got coming up next, but before we have that, we have a what? Oh, my bad. For those who may, for those who may wear their fillers on the sleeve. Team ASAP, this is where you will find teas that speak. Witty, sarcastic, simple, rude, cute, and proud. Who you are, how you feel, and all that's in between. TeamASAP.com. And, of course, that is from our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful producer, Miss Tiffany Gavin. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Also, we have the Crafty Chick. Stay fly, cute, and cultured in the crafty chick, handcrafted head wraps, frames, earrings, buttons, and masks. The craftychick.com. You can follow her on IG at the crafty chick. And that's Mr. Shedra. Benford, who is always in our audience supporting and making it work. But as you said, Cassie, it's time for what? Dubs, 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 dubs. All right, all right. The time we've been waiting for, I get pumped up for this. You should. Dear Dubs, this guy at my job worshiped the ground I walk on. I think he's a nice and sweet guy, and I would love to date him. But he's blind, and that's not an easy pill to swallow. I know that's not right, but let's be honest. It takes a lot to deal with a disabled person. He's a brilliant and hardworking guy. Mm -hmm. We speak on the phone often at times, but I'm not sure if I can handle the scrutiny and all the talks about me dating a blind man. I hope I don't sound shallow. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> I love a strong man, a man that can provide security and protection for, for me and my four kids. And I'm I not going to Four. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if he can be that for me. My best friend talked me into going out on a date with him. And at first I was like, no. What are we going to do? We can't see a movie or play. Bye, bye. This was my thinking. Shallow, right? I know. It turns out we had a great time. He was funny and charming, but I'm still not sure. I never... I can't do it. I can't, I can't wait. I, I can't. never endured dating a man with a handicap. Although, although he's very independent and well-groomed and very handsome, I may add, he gets around very well for a blind man. This who's this bitch? I was, I was very impressed. Uh, but I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm praying on it and asking God to show me the way. Do you think I'm shallow? Should I give this man a chance? I do like him, but that one thing is killing me. Please help. Sign Can I say the B word? Wait a minute. This bitch, this bitch crazy. Like you crazy as hell. What this is y'all mad at me because I'm getting off track. But I ain't never noticed this kid in the sleep in the background of Dub's pictures. Who the fuck is that back there? Who sleep, bro? Wait, no, nah, that ain't nobody. That's is that somebody behind me? Yeah, knocked yes. out. Wow. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Wait, can we stay on focus about these <laughs> matters? Yes. Okay. 
See, our audience is not happy. See, this is what's wrong with people. Now you got a guy who who adores you, who is willing to mess with you. She's calling him disabled or handicapped, and you handy you disabled handicapped with four kids. That's a handicap. <laughs> Wait a minute, four kids is a handicap. Hell yeah, you handicapped too. That's a disability. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Why is why is having four kids a disability, bro? And somebody gotta help you with them four kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you should, and, and it's a it's a it, you better be glad somebody checking for you with four kids. Shit. But you want to know what my favorite line of this whole thing is? We can't see a movie or a play. Can't watch TV. Bro, is that really her answer? I can't, but like, he not dead, motherfucker. Like, I got an uncle who blind who play Uno Spade. Like, they do everything. Yeah, and she should probably be happy that he should be. She should be happy he can't see her and her bullshit. That's what I'm saying. I was about to say he must don't know you got four kids. That's what it is. Listen, for real, be blind to that. That's what he's blind talking about, but he's blind. Tanisha says, it sounds like he's independent. Outside of not being able to see, she thinks he's handsome and enjoys his, his time. She's tweaking. And then Billy said, this is just dumb. She uh, <laughs> My cousin blind can tell you where to turn and how to get somewhere. I, Listen. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, my, uh, my uncle blind, he used to catch the bus over our house. We, I never, un he used to count, the, they be brilliant. He used to count the blocks. I'm like, how you know how to get over here? What's wrong with this lady? So, I don't know, if, do y'all feel like she's embarrassed or it's just really it, her yeah. own personal, is it shallow or is it, she's just uneducated on this whole thing? What it, is it? It's all of the above and she's worried about the Cassie, wrong. Why are you holding your face? Cause Cassie know the person. <laughs> I do not, but because Cassie know. is the person. Let me ask y'all something. What? Y'all date a blind guy or a person? Well, they just asked you that. They said, "Dub, stop playing." Are you willing to date someone blind or with a disability? Uh, yeah, I dated a chick in a wheelchair. We used to kick it, but look, the main thing is <laughs> this is why I, I gotta like I can't. So you know, spiritually, right? There's certain uh, taboos that I have, and if y'all don't know what that means, like everybody got different things that they can or can't do in like the spiritual world, and one of my taboos. I'm just doing our audience like they all know what taboo means. She tried to go on some Whitney shit. Come on, Whitney. come on, Whitney. Come on, Listen. and. One of my my taboo is I cannot laugh at people with disabilities. We're not let's, let's be clear. We're not laughing at nobody with. I know, but it's just it just so. No, we laughing at the dumb when, when the laugh. little jokes come in about it though. Like I just I'm just a little nervous that I'm teetering. But you, but we know you, we, you're not laughing at the dis the disability. We're not talking about that. We're talking about this person and how I, they. I was saying, you said that you kicked it. Over there in a wheelchair. I was saying, I didn't kick it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, can, you, can, you can laugh at that. That's funny. 
That's called great time. Ask Muhammad. That's called timing. <laughs> there was so much into that to, to be that spot on with this segment. That was that was brilliant. <laughs> she said, "Turn off she your worried, mic." She worried about what other motherfuckers gonna think. That's all she worried about, Dave. She's worried about how her family, her friends. But if he's a ah, great ah, ah, Paul, <laughs> Paul, motherfucking Paul. Now, if you don't get that cat off that motherfucking couch, man. Come on, man. Stick to these comments. You got to read what T. McCann said. And you got to read. Said he has everything she is looking for but vision because that bitch is the one that can't see. Hello. 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 And, Hello. And, and, and put up my man comment what he said. I'm sorry. A real long time ago, I dated a girl with one leg. Hmm. That's what you should have been telling us about. That, right. that, that, how was that? Was, was Bro, she? I'm confused. I'm not, I know y'all like this motherfucker is not staying on task. Who was this backstage, y'all? Look at <laughs> people backstage. They, they, where they, where they coming from? Oh, I think I guess might be sending people the the link to get in the show. Nah, they can't. Quit. They can't do that. Ah, they, they gonna <laughs> they gonna mess up the bandwidth. Y'all gotta go to www.facebook.com forward slash the culture clash to watch the show. I, I, I matchmaking guess. <laughs> the link to be on the show and i'm gonna i'm gonna warn y'all now i'm gonna click y'all in and y'all gonna be mad y'all gonna be on the show so y'all might as well just click on now look at her she cracking up laughing now so here here's the deal with this lady she is shallow very shallow <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with like what's going on backstage Right, hey. Tanisha just told me just come back after the letter. <laughs> Listen, where's our producer at to get these people get their ass out of here? There you she go. Got, Thank you. Got, got, all right, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, somebody get fired today, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 all right, dogs, what's that advice for before we bring on our matchmaker guest? She need to she needs to grow up. If if you ain't ready for nothing serious, don't waste that man time. He's into you, whether he's blind, crippled, or crazy. If he's interested, if you if you can't handle it, you know that's on you. But you know you got You've been praying for a good man. Here he is, and you ready to pass it up? You know for a technicality, but. Hi, Dubs. Thank you for being your patience today. It's great. I, I think they said I had too much wine. I did hey, not. Y'all can't, y'all can't drink no more on these shows. I didn't drink anything but orange juice. Okay, let me clarify for our audience. <laughs> what happens is there is a link to view the show and there is a link to come into the show. Our wonderful matchmaker guest who has been waiting patiently. Thank you, Sister Soror. She's been waiting patiently. I believe she shared the into the show link. So all these random people that y'all can't see are backstage. And I'm like, who are these people backstage? And they are cracking up laughing at the letter, but they don't realize that they literally are about to be a part of the show in one click. 
right? So they left. It's all good. We good. Dubs gave his his advice. Cassie's still picking on that motherfucking hair on her back. I'm um, not. You were. I watched it. I saw I was you. Not. If y'all saw Cassie fucking with her back, put back in the in the comments. So don't go back to all the way earlier. I'm talking about now. What was happening is that this damn cat keeps coming in my freaking shot. Oh gosh, she definitely was playing with her back on commercial time and. When Torrey was off, just want to put that out there. I thought she was going to say she was playing with a cat, but that's that, that was good timing, Dobbs. You're hey, good. I'm on, I'm on fire today, goddamn. Your ass is definitely on fire. And who is on fire, who is lit, and who is fine waiting on us is our matchmaker guest, Cassie. You know what? What time is it for, Cassie? The matchmaker. Yes, we have our bachelorette for tonight, and I hope she is getting all warmed up for us. Our bachelorette for tonight is the beautiful and I always love to say incomparable. Um, the beautiful, but what do you have to do to be incomparable, Mister? Hey, Saras. Hey, but clearly, I'm. Also a little bit incompetent if I'm passing out the wrong link, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You know, I told him yesterday, I'm not, I'm not gonna share. No, I'm not gonna share it. And I'm talking to one of my, one of our sores, and I said, oh, okay, here, I'm about to be. A, oh, okay, so she passed the word. Now I'm in trouble. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's awesome. It's all fun. Thank you for joining us. We are so happy. Listen, T. McCann said it is the shoulder for me. Come on. I'm saying, like, when they come come on culture clash and the matchmaker segment, they come ready, right? (laughs) Come shoulder ready, ready. It's the the asymmetrical and the shoulder for me. All right, so Misty, you know, we we had you waiting, you waited patiently. What do you think about that dubs letter, though? Clearly, she's shallow. Okay, she she looking for an arm piece, she ain't looking for a man, Mm -hmm. looking for a partner. Mm. For somebody that she can show off, so I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly for sure. All right, so we're talking about what she's looking for. Listen, Cassie, we're not gonna do this with your damn cat co hosting this goddamn show. Turn your camera off, Cassie. Turn your camera off. We don't want to talk about your hair on your back, we don't want to talk to you about that motherfucking cat, okay. Right. And she's smart. And not yeah, smart. Tabitha said she frisky tonight. Who's she talking about? Misty or the cat? You. Oh, <laughs> hey, I, I think the cat winning. I don't know. The cat, I mean, the cat jumping all over the pussy time. I see it. You know what I'm Let me tell you what the cat is doing. The cat getting more action than me right about now. Allergies so. right now. This cat is humping, okay? Yeah, I'm saying. And he, right. I just hope it's a boy cat. Well, well, I'm just saying, he's getting his free feels on. Oh, she, she just oh. love good meat. That's all. She love good meat. That's all. Oh, listen, <laughs> Cass- Cassie rubbing the cat. Then in a minute, she's going to be rubbing her damn back. But anyway, Misty, <laughs> you said that the lady was Stella, right? And she was not looking for a man and she was looking for an arm piece. Let the audience know what is Misty looking for? Misty is looking for somebody who is single. 
Hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's stop. Not committed. Not with somebody who don't think they got a girlfriend, but go home to her. Not looking for somebody who in the streets is single, but at home, like next to somebody. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing more now. I want to talk about that though. That's we could kind of we could kind of dig deep on that for a whole show. So what you're basically saying is there are people who are single but not single. Mm-hmm. There are people who, yeah, they married. They live single. You remember the TV show Living Single? They living single, but they ain't single. Oh. They're living single, but they're actually married. Mm. Mm. So, I'm going to, should I assume that these are things that you have actually dealt with? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I got about five questions. You got a wife, you got a girlfriend, you got somebody think they're your girlfriend, you got a boyfriend. Oh, mm. I'm going to ask it all. I'm going to ask it all. And I dated a guy for almost a year before I found out he had a wife. Oh, she called me. And what she what she said? Please tell me. She was like, "Hey, um, I'm I'm Robert's wife." I said, "Oh, oh, okay." I just fuck your your wife on the phone. I'm 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 sorry. Misty was Misty was Robert his real name? Yes, Robert Smith. Okay, so this is this is you what I don't get nobody else do. Robert Smith. Hey, tag that nigga. <laughs> Robert Lee Smith. Oh shit! With the middle name. Wait a minute. No confusion, ladies. Wait be one. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> okay, so. See, Tabitha said, I like the way you do business. Ask them five. I love that. Okay. So <sighs> we're going to refer to him as RLS. <laughs> uh, RLS, you were literally dating him for a year almost before you found out he had a wife. Now, here's the question I want to ask because when I think of dating, I think of going out. I think of spending money. I think of spending nights out. Were y'all doing those things? I'm talking about Thanksgiving. I had a couple of questions for her myself, baby. Where was you at Thanksgiving? Where was you at for Christmas? Oh, where, I, 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 where was you at for New Year's? Cause see, when I was married, I wish the you would. Wait a minute, so did they, wait a minute. Did they live together? Yes, yes. Oh, he was away at his mother's in North Carolina for Thanksgiving. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Where was he at, Misty? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, where was he at, Misty? Right there. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Robert. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's so unfortunate because I am not a person that wants to hurt another woman. Right. So absolutely, <laughs> you know, there was an alliance built. We gonna kill him, sis. We. <laughs> Cause I ain't got no problem with her. Right. I ain't have a problem with her at all. Right. She ain't the issue. Right. You well, ain't the uh, issue. I, I, I would. 
only assume that that is why it's so important for you to ask those questions up front. It is. You know what? Because you take a lot for granted. Just because you see people on dating sites or anything, you know, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's I'm, I'm looking at these comments and they're just dying. Um, it's unfortunate that you have to ask these questions because if not, you know, they're going to mask it with the manipulation and all of that to say, well, you didn't ask me. Why would you have to ask you? You're supposed to be single. Can I ask you a question, Misty? Yes. Looking back now, yes. when you was dating him, was there signs of him being married that you no. overlooked or no? No, no signs of being married per se, because before the holidays, there were nights out there. I mean, there were pictures on Facebook. There were, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't speed past that. When you're saying there were pictures on Facebook, you and him had pictures on Facebook? Yeah. Matoya, remember the, the birthday? Remember the birthday that, you know, I, I he came and got me? I posted it. That was probably the you only one. The the water? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so y'all know this nigga too? <laughs> Wait a minute. Robert yeah. is a gorilla thug, G. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's a smooth criminal. Don't get me wrong. He's he was smooth with it. So wait a minute, let me ask you something. Because I know a couple of people that's for these streets, and they do not play the, the Facebook posting and the tagging them to pictures. He knew you was tagging him to pictures and didn't care. Post. <laughs> Love doing it. Was it all play? I don't play. I, you know, one part, part of course for me at some point is, is that if I, I think that it's some bullshit in the game, we're going to snap some photos. Click, click. Because I know a lot of people, so we're going to find out who you know, too. But let me ask you this. So I want to kind of piggyback off of Dub's question, and we kind of get into more of what you're looking for. Um, My edges on popped out. Go ahead, <laughs> so he asked what are the signs of him being married, and you said no. No, no signs of no signs of being married. But did you feel like he was possibly cheating on you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because I was in a marriage for almost 20 years where there was constant infidelity. So <laughs> as a part of that, you never turn that third eye off. You always suspect. Yeah. You always looking. And sometimes you have to reel it in because that's just a byproduct of a bad relationship. So yeah. there was no physical proof proof. So my signs at the time, they could have been validated and they, they might not have been. Yeah. But, you know, you have to really... I'm not the person that's gonna look for it, you know. I didn't, I didn't do it all that. <clears throat> Got up, you know. I don't. I, I windows. I got doors. They're a lot more expensive to replace. I promise you, <laughs> I'm not gonna spend your entire segment talking about. <laughs> I promise you. But I do really. I need to know how did this come to a head, and did he try to continue to lie? Absolutely. Absolutely. I will tell you this. Narcissists and men who really don't have any value will continue to perpetuate that lie. And it was almost like, okay, everybody knows, but in separate corners, you know, she don't mean shit. You know, I, why would I do this if I was married? So it was that constant back and forth. And it's a no for me, bro. It's a no. Yeah. It's a no. It's a no. So, right, so you've been married before, you dated RLS. Wait. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, uh, 
You dubs, you lost for words. I ain't never seen that shit before. I'm not lost for words. I, Cause I just want to know from Miss, like, how could, how can people prevent this? How can you not? How can you help other women not go through something like this? Or is it inevitable? Is it what's the word I'm looking for? Inevitable. Yeah, I can't say it. I can't say that it's inevitable, but it absolutely starts with loving yourself first. Okay. So a lot of women, you know, you will compromise your integrity for certain things. You may see certain signs and give it a pass. But if you say, I don't want anybody that is, you know, five foot two, just because this mofo is five foot one and three fourths, don't compromise. That's not what you want. Okay. And, or if you see signs, ask those questions. Don't be afraid to be by yourself, baby, because really you are by yourself. Yeah. You yeah. are, you know, so you have to get to a point where you can't, you can't negotiate. What you want is what you want, and it's not negotiable. Now, in any relationship, there's going to be some compromise. Yes, I'm not saying you know, take him. You know, if you broke, and you have to come. You have you, to compromise. You, yeah, you know, he he may do. You have some non-negotiables as well. Right, right. Marriage would be one of them. I have not a question for you. So now we got the lessons from RLS. You also got some lessons from marriage as well, right? I'm mm -hmm. going to go because you're no longer married. Mm -hmm. my, my next question is for you. So we have Misty, just for those people who are literally just tuning in, because I see our numbers are popping back up. They Somebody must want to know where is Robert. You understand what I'm saying? And the audience want to know one more time, where was Robert? Right <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where was he? Where was he? Stop it. Right <laughs> Okay, so yeah. I was over there, but now we're talking about where he is now. All right, so Misty is, and I, I would have never guessed this if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> <next week. laughs> I would have never guessed this without you know having it in writing. But Misty is 48, she is looking for, and I want to be clear, she literally wrote on here a single man. <laughs> Hello, at least 47. So 47 is the youngest you'll go. I dated younger, but forty-seven is as young as I'll go. Okay, what happened with that? You know, there's a level of maturation that you just can't, you can't be digmatized by. You can't, you know, you know, settle for. You know, I, I you may have great attributes, but at forty, there's a distinct difference. I dated somebody that was ten years younger than me. Was I flattered? Yes. Um, was he great? Yes. But at the same time, we have different goals. We have different yeah. mindsets. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You may be still in this space. I was there 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find multiple streams of income. Got it. So there's, there's a difference. And I say everybody is like that with that age gap. But, you know. I got it. So Misty wants a man looking for a black man. She wants her man validated. Um, she prefers stocky. Now, now here's here's something. You didn't say prefer on this one. You said he has to be at least six feet. Is that is that a negotiable? That that's probably a negotiable. I want to be clear, y'all. Misty short as hell. You know, you short, you short with me, y'all. Y'all are something else. Love no, no. Just playing. I, I so you know how they say shoot for the, the stars and you get the moon or something like that. Yeah. Okay. 
I done ran up on some tall midgets, and I'm I'm just saying. I wear three oh, I to like I hear you. I hear you. I hear five you. inches. You I know, still wear her heels, and I I won't. I never want to look down on my man. Never. Okay. Stocky, least six feet, clean cut, well dressed, um, easy going, no tolerance for lies and manipulation. Be honest. Don't take away my options. Ah. That's one of my favorite statements. Don't take away my options. Explain that to people in culture clan clash land. Do not take away my options. So if you're truthful, then you give me the choice. You let me decide what I want to do. But when you're not, you're you're answering for me. You're yeah. saying, oh, okay, you're going to deal with this. And that's a lie because that's not a relationship. That's your ship. So yeah. Tell me the truth. And if that's something that I will accept, then we'll see. But if it's not, then I'm sorry. Sorry for your loss. But look at Cassie, y'all. Cassie, Cassie on cocaine. I just. <laughs> that gotta be I need y'all. Tima Cassie, rain shot Cassie. Period. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so here's another thing that you said I found um, to be interesting. She needs people who are available. <laughs> I, I love how you wrote this shit up. Available, <laughs> like you gotta be specific. You she gotta said be to be available, like in real life, mm -hmm. uh, not in their mind. Do you hear this shit? She said, "I need him to be available, but not in his only in his mind." Um, employed and resourceful, and or resourceful, God fearing, and a good communicator. Her deal breakers are Mary. Not introspective, right? Non-resourceful, and married on the fucking list twice. Not happening. Times I ran up on that. She gotta, she gotta be sure. She, right? You can't, can't do this no more. Can't make no, can't this no more. I'm not gonna go on therapy again for another RLS. Fuck that. Listen, somebody said that Cassie is on something else besides the fruit snacks. <laughs> Cassie, where your food snacks at, baby? Snacks? Snacks. All right. So, Misty, let's say if there's a guy out there that can meet those things, I just want to know, what would you be doing with him? Where would y'all be going? What would y'all be doing? Oh, I'm sorry, because I saw no, you know what? No, I'm just playing. 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 Right. Yeah, something else. Which you know what though, but that is a good part. So here's the thing: before we move on, they talk about some free RLL. Listen, we don't want to be free. <laughs> we don't want to be free. My question is to you: What is the most important? Would it be compatibility or would it be chemistry? Are they really different? Mm -hmm. I think if you have chemistry, you're, you're compatible. Um. I think chemistry no. is really important because right off the bat, you can tell whether you vibe with somebody or not. And I feel like, I feel like that's how your ass got with RLS. <laughs> I feel like that. Look at her. She ain't got shit to say. That's how you got with RLS off of that chemistry. Yep. Chemistry will fuck your life up. Because let me tell you this. If it was, if they were the same, he a married man ain't compatible to you. That ain't That's it. True. Very true. Very true. But I, it could with you and have it could definitely be some chemistry between you. <laughs> I I guess when I think of compatibility, I'm thinking of balance in a sense. You know, 
the yin to your yang, you know, can you function in the same space, but maybe at different I levels? Agree. I agree yeah. that that's compatibility, but mm-hmm. there could be no chemistry in that. Hey, Mary, that's true. Mary men got great chemistry. <laughs> yeah, because they got a lot of practice at home. Mary men have great chemistry. That is the quote for great. the night. Well, could you explain what my my husband did? To other women? Oh, you're right. That was that was the point. That was the point I, I missed. I missed that one. Let me write that down. That was the point. That was the point. Got it. <laughs> Listen, I fell out. All right. So, Misty, before we let you go, if people are into, oh, we got to do our all call, our altar call. But before we do our altar call, how can people find you? What's your social media handle? Uh, Misty Michelle on Facebook and The Real Misty Carter on Instagram because I've been hacked twice. Damn. So, yeah. All right. So, you do our all call real quick for people in the audience if they want to pop in and talk to the Misty while I pull up her Instagram account. You you typing it in for me? Oh, me? Oh, what happened? Girl, listen. Listen. Dubs. Dubs. Do it. Wait. You talking about the link? No. No. Dubs. Did you see that? No, I thought she was talking to Tiffy, Tiffany about the StreamYard link. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, I said, Cassie, can you do the all call real quick while I type? Because you know I can't do two things at once. I kind of be lost. I know. Right. Go ahead, sis. No, no, no. What you want me to all call now? What you want me to say? We never did this before, so I'm confused. It's okay. It's all good, sis. You can follow Misty on Instagram. Misty Carts are real. That's your IG, correct? Yep. <clears throat> all right, Misty Carter Real. All right, so real quick, this is, thanks, Tiffany. Tiffany already on it. Listen, y'all, if you are a single man, men only, and when we say single, we mean in all caps, not married, not somebody. Okay, well, hold on, let's go through here. Single. Not married. Not married. Um, not have don't a girlfriend. Don't have a girlfriend. Don't have, don't have, have a girlfriend. That think that they girlfriend. And no, don't have a boyfriend. And don't have a boyfriend. And then we gotta add this: don't have a boy that thinks they're your boyfriend. See, that's right, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's it. Or maybe mama that think that she's still with you. Ooh. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Or or have a baby mama that you still treat like your girlfriend. Add that one to your list. We had a dear dozen about that one. Yeah, add mm-hmm. that to your list. All right, so once again, y'all, check out my girl, Misty, on IG. Misty is full of all the fun. It will never be a dull moment. Ask RLS. He'll tell you. And if you don't know, you can find out. One more time before we go, Misty, where was Robert? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Misty, I love you so much. I love you so much. I really, 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 really hope that you found what you're looking for. I think it's not the answer, like you're asking for too much. Because the, the most that we got through is trying to make sure that the motherfucking single. Get off the dating site. If you ain't, I mean. Lord, do you know how many people's husbands I've seen on yeah. Bumble? What's these sites? <laughs> Face ass. All right, now. 
Christian Mingle. Keep playing. Christian Mingle. Yes. All right. Now, all the married men are on plenty of fish, too. Okay. I think I'm going to become a nun. Listen. All right. Misty, thank you so much. Love you much. Love you to pieces. Love Love you, too. Love you. All right. So. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. How y'all feel about Robert? What kind of shit is Robert on, y'all? Robert on some bullshit. He definitely on some bullshit for sure. That's for sure. But I'm going to pass out. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to pass out. Girl, to figure it out. All right. Culture Clash, y'all. This is Culture Clash. We got to give out some virtual shirts. Who we got, Dubs? Come on, Cassie. Work your fingers on them. Hey, I, I got it. I got you. I'm definitely getting Robert Lee Smith for sure. <laughs> RLS is getting R-L-S. a We can't do my man like that and don't give him no shirt, man. Oh, man. RLS is getting a shirt. Who else is getting a virtual shirt? Oh, my God, man. Let me see who we got. It's some new people I ain't never seen before. Uh, Let's see. I seen uh is Tanisha O'Neill. She definitely did a shirt tonight. That's my girl. Tanisha's getting a virtual shirt. All right, Tanisha. You have been blessed with a culture clash, dear dubs, virtual shirt. All right, dubs. Who's getting a big ass shirt? Uh Stacy, cheers. All right, Stacy is getting okay. Cassie, I see you, boo. On it. Stacy is getting a big ass virtual shirt. Um, who's getting our little ass virtual shirt? That's that's get at uh, uh uh what's her name? Akia? Uh no, I just seen it. It's Janair? No, 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 no. Well, while you're thinking about it, I want to give Janair a virtual shirt. Shout yeah. out to the engineer. Hey, we got to give them motherfuckers who was backstage all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you exactly who was backstage all the time. There you go. Backstage. We get a chill. Yes. yes. They was back there chilling like a motherfucker. Boy. <laughs> chilling like a motherfucker. Alright, so we do have our last virtual shirt. Our comedian goes to T. McCann. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Come on now. Shout out to T. McCann who was getting our last virtual shirt for the night. And we are going into our app. i get ready, Dubs. You ready? Dubs, you ready? Just, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Our app thought for tonight is make yesterday. Dubs, what the hell? What? Make yesterday the last day you spent giving a fuck about people that don't show you they give a fuck back. Oh. Mm. Mm. Make yesterday the last day you spent giving a fuck about people that don't show you that they give a fuck back. Dubs. You don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. It's simple as that. Is that simple? The fuck? Dubs, what is it? You don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. 
Let's yes. not. We don't got to do this, B. We don't have to do this. Cassie, you okay over there? Uh-uh. Okay. What's wrong? Hey, what's wrong, guys? I'm sleepy, G. I'm sleepy. Had the show earlier. We had chapter meeting and then the show tonight. Y'all gonna have to quit this chapter shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever this chapter shit, y'all be speaking in code. Whatever this we got gang shit y'all involved all with. All the Star is on here. You is tripping. So they, they be on the I'm trying to end the show for you. There you go. Mate, so they be on the call too. Right. Yeah. The show is brought to you by who? The blackmom.com. Go there, check it out right now. Buy black, buy black. It's a lifestyle. All y'all is part of this. Dub, your time is up. Now, what you is got it? Show him. Show, show him. What is that? Rock Nation, right? I'm not gonna have my show on Green Shenanigans because he wanna play. That is that's all, all PR is good PR. Dubs, that's Yo. right. Dubs, you cannot keep clocking your gun back on the show. Dang, why you gonna put? Why you gonna say that? Cause we hear it. That one, that's a toy, man. Oh my gosh! For real, that one, that's for Robert Lee Smith. <laughs> 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 I'm a Quit playing with that man. Oh my God. I love y'all so much, man. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I love the mess out of all of y'all. Love the mess out of all of y'all. We Cassie asleep. Once again, this show is dedicated to my really great friend. Dorian R. Boy can join you March 9921 to March 6, 2021. Mm. It has been a great show. We love y'all to pieces. Case definitely sleeps. I know that deep down that one day we'll make it. Despite all the cons and all of this hatred, these people in power they think this shit's sweet. They think this, but whatever you.